caution. The contents of this podcast may be historical, but they're still served piping hot. We're brewing up the classics here on the Coffeehouse Classical Music Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Coffeehouse Classical Music Podcast. My name is Asa. And I'm Allison. Today on the Coffeehouse, we're talking about a composer who wrote experimental music that's extremely accessible. Ferruccio Busoni and his Fantasia nach J.S. Bach. Busoni was born in Italy in 1866. In a unique turn of events, not only his father, but also his mother were musicians. His father was a clarinetist and his mother a pianist. From an early age, Busoni was instructed on the piano. To better serve the family's musical needs, in 1875 they moved to Vienna. Here, Busoni began to take not only piano lessons, but also composition lessons. Like a true student of the Romantic period, Busoni was taught with works of the previous great masters, Bach, Mozart, and Beethoven. His performance debut was in 1879, when he was 13 years old, playing Beethoven's Waldstein Sonata. Apparently, he played it entirely from memory with impeccable technique, and for an encore, engaged, entertained the audience with improvisations on popular tunes called out to him on the spot. Though we hear very little about Busoni compared to other composers of the time, he was good friends with many of the Romantic giants. When he was 20 years old, Busoni left for training in Leipzig and fell into the circles of such composers as Grieg, Mahler, and Tchaikovsky. He also met Sibelius in 1888, when the two both taught in Helsinki. To continue his worldly travels during his young adult years, he spent some time in Moscow, then traveled in the complete opposite direction, and lived in Boston and New York until 1894. After that, he moved back to Europe, choosing to settle in Berlin. During this time, not only was he composing and touring as a pianist, but also serving as a conductor. He was interested in holding conducting positions because he had a hidden agenda. He wanted to promote new music from upcoming composers and the more experimental works of established composers. In fact, Busoni really was a visionary. Not only did he highlight new music of the time, but also made suggestions and predictions for the future in a 1907 treatise titled Sketch of a New Aesthetic of Music. In this, he suggested composers begin dabbling in electronics. He also theorized we could create so much more music if we weren't restricted to just the 12 tones we had been working with for millennia. What if we use the notes between the notes? And thus, Brussoni brought about the idea of microtonal music. Interestingly, he never experimented with either of those techniques himself. However, many composers he either knew directly or that became pupils of his pupils embraced his suggestions in the mid-20th century. These are very experimental composers such as Varese, Luning, and Corgliano. But that's not to say Busoni didn't appreciate the past. He was a skilled and dedicated music editor and arranger, most notably of the works of Bach. 
Many of the additions he edited are considered the foremost interpretations of the works. Unlike Bach's original writings, Busoni added many marks and notes to the page about phrasing, dynamics, and other interpreted suggestions. However, these were all in good taste and serve as a guide for those just starting on a Bach interpretive journey. The style of Busoni is accessible in a way that he would commonly take tunes and melodies from the past and update them with his own harmonies. Such examples are the Piano Sonata No. 6 that is based on music from the opera Carmen, and the piece we're looking at today, which is of course based on the works of Bach. This blending of the old with the new is what allows a, quote, experimental composer to not seem so intimidating to the audience. During World War I, Busoni didn't feel safe either in Italy or Germany, and so he sought refuge in Zurich, Switzerland. While there, he received an honorary doctorate from the University of Zurich. After the war, though, Busoni moved back to Berlin. There, he taught many more pupils who would go on to become famous, including Kurt Weil and Vladimir Fogel. At this point, Busoni was beginning to suffer from chronic kidney disease. This eventually forced him to stop performing, then stop writing, and eventually he passed away in 1924. So now let's talk about the Fantasia nach J.S. Bach. This piece was written in 1909 as a tribute following the death of Busoni's father. He chose Bach as his source material for the piece because of his father's first musical lessons with Busoni. Though throughout his life, Busoni did a great deal of editing of the works of Bach, this is an example of him actually taking these ideas from Bach and making them all his own. There is source material from three different Bach chorale settings in this work. Christ, you who are the bright day, once he came in blessing, and praise to the Almighty God. However, Busoni also uses other Bachian styles throughout, essentially summing up Bach's repertoire. There are examples of fantasies, obviously, Toccatas, fugues, dance suites, chamber concertos, and organ-style writing. The opening is a great example of Busoni's use of Bach's themes while putting his own modern spin on the music. At first, there seems to be no apparent melody as both hands rumble away in the bass clef. He creates a sequence that raises chromatically, but only in half of the notes which leads to a unique sound. However, we soon get chords that outline more of a melody. The chorale style writing in this work is very grand. As you hear here, there are very large chords in both hands. The score is also written with four staves in this part, rather than just the two that is typical for a piano work, and this allows for more extensive chords that are actually written over top of large held chords in the bass. Another Baroque stylistic element that Brissoni explores in a section of this piece is the use of a ground bass, or chaconne. This is not as traditional of a chaconne as we are used to, as these notes are very fast, but it is a repetitive motif that basically doesn't switch harmony while a theme is played over it.
And of course, there has to be a fugue in a piece that is based on Bach. Interestingly, the fugue here starts out very simply. But eventually, Busoni has created a confusing and challenging four-part fugue, something Bach himself rarely even wrote in his keyboard pieces. of this piece that sound less Baroque and more Romantic, which is to be expected. Busoni was able to put a great deal of emotion into his writing by having a slow, bell-like melody laid over top meandering 16th notes. Sounds a bit like a slow Chopin piece. Another example of Busoni going full romantic with the Bach themes is here, where he builds a great dramatic climax and then has the notes wind themselves back down. dramatic writing is just not really done in the Baroque era, where extreme feelings in music were not as readily conveyed. As we stated earlier, many of Bach's favorite genres are shown in this piece, including suggestions of dance suites. Here we have the chorale-style melody still, however the much more harmonic, yet still rhythmic notes underneath are reminiscent of Bach's dance suites, such as his French suite. the piece is really Busoni's feelings taking over, with less need to rely on the baroqueness of the piece. He has written in the score, Reconciliation, as a nod to accepting his father's death. We still have lovely chorale writing, but it is much more introspective and thoughtful than the jubilant praise-like chorales that have been written up to this point. This is a very interesting and complex piece, both technically and emotionally. Busoni was really quite genius with how he reworked Baroque themes and styles and made them into something that does fit into the modern ideal. And if you enjoy this and want to fit into our modern podcasting ideal, please consider sharing this with a friend and leaving us a review on iTunes or Google Play. For the Coffeehouse Classical Music Podcast, I'm Asa. 
And I'm Allison. Thank you so much for listening. The Fantasia Nach J.S. Bach was performed by Stefano Ligarotti. You can find The Coffeehouse on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Email us at coffeehouseclassical at gmail.com.